Welcome back, and even though we're in the courtroom of current events here on Peter's Proffer, we're going to jump into a frequently asked question today that we get from a lot of our clients and even some lawyers in the area. It's going to be a three-man pod, all three partners together, which can be dangerous. I'm going to have to watch what they say, and hopefully I can keep from advertising and pitching us too much. Thanks for listening. We're going to jump into the topic today, which is lawyer awards. Um, And the reason we're talking about this is because we've had a lot of clients come in and say, you know, I go look up a lawyer. I don't know what to look for. Um, I see all these awards on their page. I've even had some attorneys, attorney friends of mine come up to me and say, uh, we're trying to get all the lawyers in our office into super lawyers or into some group where they award these attorneys based off some recommendations that we're not always sure what they are. And the truth is a lot of these are a joke. So in today's podcast, we're going to be hitting on three things mainly. We're going to be hitting on which lawyer awards or associations are legit, which ones are a joke, and what you have to do to be selected into some of these groups. Um, And we're going to start off with kind of some of our, the way that we describe it in the office of what some of these lawyer awards are a joke. All right, let me give you an example of some of the things that we've seen. Every now and then I'll get something in the mail that says, the world's best lawyers in North America on probate law. And I'll look at this thing and I'll think, how the heck did I get this? I don't even know what probate law is. So you call them up and say, you know, what are you guys? Oh yeah, we're the nation's best lawyers for probate law. I don't practice probate law. Well, what do you practice? Personal injury. Well, that's okay for 300 bucks. You could be in the world's best lawyers in America for personal injury, as long as you pay the 300 bucks. And there's a lot of a lot of them where it says, you know, the top 1% of this lawyer, the top five of this lawyer, the top three of this lawyer, yet somehow all three of us in the same firm are all part of the top 10 lawyers in the entire nation and every practice area that's ever been created. There are actual awards out there that say stuff like this where really all you have to do is pay a, pay a fine basically to get, to get into some of these awards. And we know lawyers that have more than 10 awards and they put them all up on their wall, and they pay the $300, and there was no peer review, there was no uh, test given, there was nothing that qualifies them for the award, they just paid the $300, and that's all it takes. So basically, when you're looking at you know, a lawyer's website, or you know, when you walk into a lawyer's office, and you're sitting in the lobby, and you see all the plaques on the wall, that's all great and good, but if you wanna actually figure out what you have to do to get into some of these um, groups, you should Google whatever award that lawyer is in and see if all he had to do was pay $300 to become, you know, the best, you know, Jamoke, best looking, best dressed lawyer in America, which we joke about a lot that I'm surprised that award hasn't come out yet. But there's also a, a lot of lawyer awards that are legitimate that you actually have to, you know, do stuff in your legal career before you can become a part of them. So we're gonna start out and we're gonna go through some of these and tell you what some of them actually mean and what you have to do to get into them. And we're going to start out with um, the National Trial Lawyers Association, which has a bunch of different practice groups, whether it's plaintiffs, PI, defense work, criminal defense. It's also broken down by uh, state, so it's, and it's also broken down by top 100 or top 40 under 40. So it's pretty specific, and you know, it, it breaks it down into these smaller areas. So you know, a top 100 plaintiffs, PI, trial lawyers in Florida, for example, is one of the groups in this National Trial Lawyers Association. And the way you get into this group is you have to be nominated by another lawyer in the area. Usually it's a lawyer that you've tried a case against, tried a case with, 
somebody that's seen you try a case, and then you have to kind of go through a review period where they do a, a questionnaire that you have to answer everything in before you can become a member. And then, of course, you have to pay uh, you know, the yearly amount in order to be in the group. Uh, so that's one that, that we really like. Another one that Pete's going to talk about, I'm sorry, that George is going to talk about is the Martindale-Hubble uh, rating system. And Martindale-Hubble is probably the oldest, well-respected rating and review system for lawyers. It is the precursor for all of these others, and now they've all come into the business to make money because probably Martindale-Hubble made a lot of money on this review. And what Martindale-Hubble does is they actually go out and, and talk to other lawyers about other lawyers. They get reviews, they get ratings, and they determine whether or not a lawyer is an A lawyer, which is the best, a B lawyer, which is under the best, or a C lawyer. And in fact, some lawyers don't even have a rating. And then they have an ethical rating, which is the V. So they have to be ethical and A, B, or C to get into Martindale-Hubble. In order to get even a what's called an ad in Martindale-Hubble, you have to be an A-rated lawyer. Not only are you reviewed by other lawyers, but you're reviewed by judges. And you also have to have a, uh, so many years of practicing law. So Martindale-Hubble is a, is a good one. It's a well-established one, and everybody tries to be an AV-rated lawyer in Martindale-Hubble, provided they've got the number of years in. And what's cool about that one, too, is the reviews that are done by lawyers and judges are actually anonymous. So they don't have any issue going on there and posting the truth about a lot of these lawyers for other clients and other people to actually look at and see. Um, you'll probably notice a common theme as we go throughout a lot of these groups that there, there is some of the same things that a lot of them look for. And another one that people really like, and it's a search database for lawyers too, is the super lawyers group that Pete's going to tell us about. Super Lawyers is, I mean, relatively speaking, has been around for a while, uh, maybe at least 15 years or so. And here's the difference between Super Lawyers and Martindale. More than that, for sure. The difference between Super Lawyers and Martindale Hubble is that Super Lawyers requires you not only to be uh, nominated by peers, but they also check what you've done in your career. They, uh, they require you to cite any cases where you've been referenced in appellate decisions, they uh, they want any publications that you've um, that you've uh, been involved in, and they don't let lawyers from big firms nominate more lawyers inside their firm than outside their firm. So it's kind of an equalizer for the smaller law firms and the smaller practices because it gives uh, small lawyers the opportunity to uh, you know to be evaluated based on their abilities, even though they don't have. A number of people in their law firm. Small lawyers as opposed to big lawyers or you mean small law firms? Yeah that's what I mean small law firms. Okay so what's also cool about super lawyers is they have a rising stars section for some younger younger lawyers and then you can kind of graduate into being an actual super lawyer so I think that's cool about super lawyers too. Um, the next one that I'm going to talk about is Google for lawyers or at least that's their what they're attempting to do and that's AVO. It's one of the newer ones and they have a rating system from one to 10. So we're talking about AVO 10.0 rating. Um, what's cool about AVO is they've created an algorithm that puts all this stuff together to pop out whatever your rating is. And that algorithm includes your practice areas, your peer reviews from other lawyers in the area, client reviews, uh, what court cases you've been involved in. So if it's public record, you can post it on there. Um, speaking engagements, uh, committee appointments, bar association um, positions, and then where you've been published. You can actually uh, put the link in 
for any articles that you've been published for as well as any videos you may have on your website that explain what you do or explain things like that. So it's kind of cool how it puts all that together and populates for an equalizer rating system. All right, so we're going to continue on because uh, George is breathing so loud and it's, it's making it difficult to keep going. But um, so we're, we're done with AVO. I'm going to let George, once he stops laughing, um, talk about board certification, which is kind of the biggie. He's board certified, so he loves talking about it. So go ahead. Tell us what it takes to be board certified. The only award sanctioned by the Florida Bar and all these awards is board certification. And the Florida Bar requires, in all the board certifications, a criminal trial law, there's civil trial law, there's probate, there's family law. In all those areas, it requires competence in all those fields. It, it requires peer review. It requires a certain number of trials in the trial area. It requires you to take an exam to show your proficiency in the law. It's the only one in this group we're talking about that requires an examination. The others require peer review, but that's an examination. So board certification is very important in making the bar more professional and more competent. And it, examination, you mean you actually have to take a test Yes. To be board certified. Yes, you do. Um, so, and a lot of people try in all different practice areas and fail time and time again. So this is actually the hardest one to get into. And it's the one that a lot of lawyers strive towards and are considered experts in the field. Um, so I can't seem to get them done with a podcast without giving advice. So both of them want to give advice on what to do when you go in and you talk to a lawyer who may have all the awards. So we'll start with Pete. Okay, don't be impressed by all the shiny plaques and the badges on people's websites. Uh, do a little bit of research, figure out what these things are, and find out how you get to be nominated to be part of these uh, particular organizations. I take offense to that because we have a lot of shiny plaques on our wall. Um, but, okay, George, we'll let you go with your advice now. Yeah, we have them, but we're not scared for people to ask us how we got them and how we earned them. And that's the key. Ask the lawyer, how did you get this plaque? Did you just pay money, or did you have to do something to show your competence in the area I want you to be competent in? All right, so as much as I try to make this not a we talk about ourselves, it's hard for them to come on a podcast and not tell you guys how awesome we are. So thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll still be back even after this uh, shameless plug about all the lawyer awards that we've got. <laughs>